Hello and welcome to Babe Cave. I am Amanda Pollock and this is the excuses episode. We're back, Babe Cave. It's 2018. Everything is looking bright and fresh and new. People are making resolutions. People are, you know, coming out with new year, new me. Everyone's excited to kind of change what has been true for them for the last the last year. And I love the new year. I love fresh starts. I love kind of resetting and being like, all right, so this is where I am so far. Where do I want to go for this next year? And I wanted to kind of get you guys before what normally happens with resolutions and stuff. There's going to be the excuses that come, right? So you decided that you wanted to maybe lose 20 pounds. And it's super exciting in the first... (laughs) month or so, maybe not even that long. Uh, But you're excited. You've gone to the grocery store. You've done your meal planning. You have everything set up for success. And it's kind of easy in the beginning because you still have that enthusiasm. You have that time dedicated. And then what happens is that life starts to creep in, right? So maybe there's one weekend where you don't have enough time to meal plan or whatever it is. So the whole week kind of goes to hell, right? I think we've all been there. We've all seen it. We've all experienced it. And that can kind of take us down a road where then we just start making excuse after excuse after excuse and we kind of get off track. And that isn't necessarily just you know, exclusive to losing weight or any of that. But it is the one resolution that I feel like everybody kind of has. They want to eat healthier. January, you know, you have sober January where a lot of people are trying, you know, for the whole month to just not drink to kind of reset to have a better year. And so I wanted to talk about what happens when we start making excuses. Because when we start making excuses for things, and yes, life happens and there's going to be times where it doesn't always go exactly how we want it to. And I think that the biggest thing is that this is about uh, motivation to try something new and to be okay with what you're doing. You know, perfection, I don't think, is ever the goal, but you should always be conscious of trying to work towards your goals and not let excuses be the way that you handle everything. Because when you start just making excuses for everything, you're never going to go anywhere. Uh, I love this quote by Jillian Michaels, and she says, don't blame anyone or anything for your situation or problems. When you do that, you are saying that you are powerless over your own life, which is utter crap. An empowering step to reclaiming your life is taking responsibility. We are responsible for the things that are happening in our lives. Yes, sometimes there are outside circumstances. Yes, you know, some people may have been blessed with parents who have a lot of money who can help them, you know, realize their career goals. Maybe some people have just naturally fast metabolism, so they don't look, 
you know, like someone who might need to work out all of the time. Those are all of our perceptions of other people, and we don't need to worry about what anyone else is doing because that's not going to get us any closer to our own finish lines. I want you to embrace this idea that you have complete control over what is going to happen to you. Whether or not that's true, yes, there's outside you know circumstances like I just said, but embrace this idea that you have the power to manifest what you want in your life. If you can't make at least one move with exactly what you have now, you'll never go anywhere. You know, change one friend in your life. Check out a new book from the library. Stop spending your money on stupid shit. Volunteer. You know, when you break out of your pattern and the routine that you've created for yourself, incredible things can happen. Amazing things don't happen from the sidelines, unless you're a coach, but you have the power to do something. Somewhere in your circle of whatever it is that you're doing, there is a change that you can make. Anytime I've tried to come out of a plateau, so for instance, I, in 2010, I uh, had been laid off of one of my jobs. I've been laid off a few times. I think a lot of people have, especially if you um, <laughs> kind of lived through 2008, 2009. I think a lot of us have maybe encountered uh, being laid off during that recession. And so I was laid off from one job. I was underemployed and I had no money, <laughs> really. And I did have time, though, to take my classes at Second City Hollywood, where I ended up graduating from the conservatory. And um, that was an incredible experience to be able to have all of that time. And I wouldn't have had that if, you know, I would have had to have had a, another job or something. And I remember that time after I graduated, I was kind of trying to figure out what I wanted to do. There was something inside of me that was saying, yes, this dream that you have for acting and creating and writing and all of this, it is still there and it is still alive, but maybe right now is not the time. And that's kind of a hard thing to wrap your head around sometimes is that, you know, you're doing the right thing, but this might not be your moment. And I will never forget that I was kind of trying to figure out what my next move was. It had been a few months of just trying to navigate what I really wanted, and I was wrestling with a lot of things. And I was standing on my toilet. It was 4th of July. I was standing on my toilet eating a hot dog that I had made because my friends had made other plans and kind of forgotten about me. So I was like, well, screw you. So I went down the street and I got some hot dogs and stuff. I had my own little 4th of July celebration. I was on my toilet watching the fireworks from Santa Monica. And I was like, I just had this epiphany of, I need to go to college. I didn't go to college right after I got out of high school. You know, I wanted to act and create and write and, you know, do improv and sketch comedy and all of that. And I did. And then... When that time in L.A. for me was over in that regard, I knew that I had to make some kind of step. And so I was like, OK, well, how am I going to do this? Like, how do you I didn't even know 
everything that I would need. Well, the thing is, is if you're listening to this right now, you have an internet connection, you have access to the internet, you have access to information that people didn't have. Even 10 years ago, the amount of information that you have is incredible. You know, I remember going to bookstores and sitting there, even if I couldn't buy the book, I would sit there for hours and just read everything I could about, you know, what acting schools you should be going to, you know, how you should break into the business and all of that. You know, if you really want it, you will make those steps. You will do whatever it takes. And so, you know, I'm on my toilet (laughs) thinking about whatever. I'm going to go to college. I didn't know how I was going to do that. I didn't know what the actual process was because, you know, I was like, oh, no, I didn't have really good SAT scores. I didn't have really good ACT scores, whatever. And the beauty is, is that you can enter community college, at least in California, and nobody really cares about that. And it had been a significant amount of time since I was in school. So that was a great advantage. Also, being older and in my 20s, I received more financial aid, especially because I wasn't making a lot of money than I would have if I would had just gone to college straight out of high school. I took one step. You know, I, I took one step and I took the time and it wasn't easy. And I ended up graduating when I was 28. I remember thinking so many times too, like, oh my gosh, so much time has passed. All my friends had already gone to college because I, when I had this epiphany, I think I was like 23. And so I was like, no, I'm so far behind. Everyone has already done this stuff. And then something came into my head and I was like, you know what? The time is going to pass anyway. It's going to pass anyway. So what do I want to say that I have done with this time? It is just one step. You have so many more resources than you think. Maybe It's, you know, going back to, you know, the things that you already have and things that you can do. You know, I think that putting yourself around people who have the same mindset is incredibly helpful. We all have those friends who keep us back, those friends who maybe we've held on to for far too long. You know, maybe get involved in, you know, if if church is your thing, maybe get involved with a church group, you know, going back to the volunteering, volunteer. You know, take your time to go and help someone else, because I firmly believe that when you do that, the benefits come back tenfold. When you give, you will get incredible things, and you it might not even be the things that you expect. Reach out to people. Email people. If you really like someone and you really dig what they do and you want to know how they do something, just ask. People are so much more likely to respond to people who are genuine in their efforts, who look like they're trying to do their own thing. I've had people email me before from articles that I had written and just kind of asking like, hey, I just have some general advice or whatever, or they've asked me, you know, about an article that I had written and they were doing research on that same thing and just kind of asking. They wanted some, They had some interview questions for me. People are more likely to help other people than they are not. You're going to get no sometimes, and that's cool, but you just have to keep going. When I first got to Nashville, I had friends from Birmingham who were like, hey, reach out to so-and-so. Hey, reach out to so-and-so and see what happens. And by me doing that and making that effort, That has helped me in ways I can't even describe. 
I love cold emailing people too. That is a great thing because people don't do it as much as you think. And I would do it with a purpose. You know, if you want to cold email somebody, have something to say, have something that you want to give them instead of just taking from them, I I guarantee like that is a tried and true method to building your relationships and your connections and growing your network for whatever it is that you want to do. I mean, the power really is yours. Like no one is holding you back but yourself. I mean, that's, that is the thing that people don't realize. The only one that you're waiting on is yourself. I am a huge fan of, uh, the Ask Gary V show, Gary Vaynerchuk, if you don't know him, incredible is like, he considers him as himself a serial entrepreneur invested in, you know, Twitter and Uber and just, he's just incredible. And uh, if you haven't heard any of his stuff, I would uh, recommend that you go listen to him. I consider him an honorary member of uh, Babe Cave. But he had an end of the year, end of 2017 video, and it was like the last video you need to watch for this year. And at the end, you know, he's very motivational and stuff. And then at the end, he was like, people love the feeling of being motivated. They don't like putting in the work to do something about the feeling. Right now, you're feeling excited about what this year could be. You have been kind of resting at the end of this last year or, you know, trying to reset for what is to come. And in a month, two months, maybe six months, it's going to kind of start to hit you and you're like, all right, I'm done with this. I, I can't do it. And I want to encourage you to hold on to that rough feeling, right? I want you to hold on to that feeling where you're like, this is too hard. And it's like, well, maybe that's the difference between the people who succeed and the people who don't. The people who succeed keep pushing past that uncomfortable feeling. I have family members who will always complain about their weight or, you know, whatever it is. And I recognize that sometimes there are health problems that have to do with, um, with weight and whatnot. And I kind of come from the, uh, my dad had this saying all the time when I was growing up, he was like, if you can change something, then do. And if you can't, then stop complaining. So this is for the people who are complaining about these things. But, you know, I have family members who complain about, you know, being overweight or not being able to fit into certain clothes or, you know, whatever it is. And their excuse is, well, if I had a celebrity, you know, trainer, if I, you know, if if I was a celebrity and I had a celebrity trainer and, you know, I had a chef who was cooking meals for me every day, then I would be fit. False. That is absolutely false. I don't know about you, but I know quite a few people who have been successful and whatever. I know very few people who have personal chefs. That's on a crazy kind of level. And you can get a trainer. You can absolutely get a trainer. You could get a trainer at your gym. You could get a trainer at your community center. There are people who are, you know, training for certification so you can get reduced rates for that. There are meal planning services. There are so many resources on YouTube, whatever. The thing is, is that you don't like the work. 
that's the thing. Nobody is telling you that, you know, you can't have the body that you dream of, but you have to put in the work. No amount of having a personal trainer or a personal chef is really going to change your life if you don't want to do it yourself. And that's the thing that I want you to take away from this. All of the excuses in the world aren't going to change anything. Saying that, oh, well, somebody else has the thing that I want or somebody else is doing the thing that I want to do. Okay, well, maybe you figure out how to make it your own. Maybe you figure out how to do something a little bit different. Don't be worrying about what everyone else is doing. Worry about what you're doing. Every day when you wake up, what are like the three things that you want to accomplish for that day? How are those things going to help you get to your overall goal of the one, two, three things that you want to do? You know, my motto for this year is show up. And so that is show up in a lot of different ways, you know, show up for myself, show up for you. Maybe not know what's going to happen, but I just show up and see what happens. And who knows who's going to show up this year. So that's kind of how, so that's how I'm doing it. So every day I have three things where I'm like, how am I going to show up? What are the things that are going to help me do this? You know, writing things down is an incredible tool, and I hope that you will take that with you or do whatever works for you. I know a lot of people are, you know, visual learners, so if a vision board is something that you want to do, but keep revisiting those things that you set for yourself at the beginning. You know, keep coming back to that. Keep revisiting. Don't write it down on a piece of paper and put it in a file folder, you know, for the end of the year for you to be like, oh man, so sad I didn't do all of these things. No, have that in front of you every single day. There is no excuse for you not to get what you want. It may come differently than you think. It may show up differently. But I fully believe that you can manifest what you really want. So, Babe Cave, we're back. We're doing well. Uh, This is going to be a year for you. This is going to be an incredible year for you. I know it, and I'm here with you. We have so many wonderful things planned. And when I say we, I mean, I have an army of babes behind me, and we're going to be coming at you with all kinds of ways for us to meet and collaborate and inspire one another. So no excuses. No excuses. This is our year to show up for each other, for ourselves. And I think that it's going to be an incredible year. So make sure to Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Babe Cave Studios. Uh, Let me know how, what excuses you're not going to make this year. Let me know how you're going to show up for yourself. And I can't wait to be with you next week.